0: Last week we were talking about John chapter 16 and we were we left off last time John chapter 16 and, and we had Pastor Bob on because there was a little uh, situation going on, but last week we talked about John chapter 16 and we went on to, and, and we left off where Jesus was talking about the promise of the Holy Spirit and we talked about the Helper, how important is the Helper? in our lives. Amazing, because, you know, as we see the Holy Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, that, you know, He lives in our life. God never left us bankrupt and He never left us lonely. He's always given His Spirit of truth that proceeds from the Father. And so, you know, Last week, we, we talked about how he will testify of him. And so God the Father is now testifying of his Son, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And this was the promise of the Holy Spirit last week that we talked about. How Jesus said, how God said, he will testify of me of me in verse 27 of, chap- of chapter 15. And you will also bear witness because you have been with me from the very beginning. Like it says in Genesis, Jesus Christ was with the Father in the beginning. In Genesis, when God made man, he made man in his image. And it states that God made man like us, Elohim, plural. And so God is indicating in chapter 15, verse 15, 26 the promise of the holy spirit that jesus was always in the beginning and so as we look at the bible we got to take the old testament very serious father we come before you lord and we just pray lord by your holy spirit that you speak to us today lord jesus have your way with this study today and this podcast in jesus name amen and so thank you guys for logging on to growing in his word I'm under the weather. Uh pray for me. <laughs> but God's good. So as we were as we were last week we talked about John chapter 15 and we so we went on and we talked about how John chapter 16 we left off on 15 but we introduced the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit was with the disciples and not only was he with the disciples but it was an advantage to the disciples, and it was an advantage to all of us because Jesus explained that the Holy Spirit will convict the world and communicate the truth to the apostles, because the apostles had a big job to do, and that was to give God's word to the hungry and the lost. It was their job to be the fruit of the Spirit, to be the light, to be the example, to be the way, the truth, like Jesus but the holy spirit would not be given to the world but but to believers and so the world has nothing to offer us and so we as believers are given this radical opportunity to have the holy spirit the helper in our lives that is the key folks believers it's the key to us that we can have the Holy Spirit living in us and moving in us everywhere we go and anywhere we go. Amen? Amen. So, we have to understand that the Holy Spirit would not be given to the world because the Spirit will, will cannot d- d- dwell in a worldly person. It just can't. It's contrary. It's like the fruit. It's like Like the Bible says in in Matthew, bad fruit can't bear good fruit. They're contrary to one another. They, They can't do it. And so, the Holy Spirit would not be given to the world, but to believers. So the coming of the Spirit would be more profitable to believers than even the physical presence of Christ. And that's going to be shocking to you, but believe me, it's true. Because Jesus is saying, look, I'm with you. I'm the helper. You don't need anybody else. You don't need man. You don't need anybody. I am the way, the truth, the light. So what's interesting about the Holy Spirit is Christ is going to be able to dwell in all believers at the same time. That's that's why the Spirit could dwell in all believers. Jesus is saying, you don't need, <laughs> you need me, but you don't, Need to worry because I can dwell inside you at all times simultaneously. Isn't that radical? That was the whole idea that he, that the reason why he died on the cross so that so that the Spirit could dwell in all believers at the same time and that we could have a relationship with Jesus Christ every day and talk to Jesus every day and not just once a week or go to church once a week, but just to enjoy the Holy Spirit. And allow the Holy Spirit, when we get out of line, to convict us. Because convict, it means to convince or to reprove. And so the Holy Spirit would basically demonstrate the truth of Christ beyond the fear of contradiction. And the Holy Spirit convicts unbelievers through believers who witness about Christ. So we need to witness. This is the key, man. And our witness should not focus of You know, ourselves, but of the Holy Spirit. You know, we're sinners. I I, I know this. I believe this. We're sinners from the day one. But, listen to this, note takers. Believers are the mouthpiece of God. What can we do? If we don't have our mouths opening about God. Yes, it's good to pray. It's good to be the light. I'm not saying to beat people. I'm not saying to beat people with with the word of God. I'm saying to allow the Holy Spirit in you to dwell in you and to focus in you so that you can share his love and his mercy with the world. So as we go on, we left off on, on John chapter 16, verse 15. And so 13 says, However, when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truths, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he, is, he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. You know, he will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. Wow, what an amazing day that is going to be. Listen, and to this day, when you're out on the boat, when you're talking to other people, or when you're going through it in life and you don't know what to say, Jesus Christ dwells in you the helper is the holy spirit and he will speak for you and in chapter and verse 15 says all things that the father has are has are mine therefore i said that he will take he will take of mine and declare it to you he's basically taking what he has and he's going to declare it to you and so the the awesome part is jesus christ is saying look We're threefold, okay? I'm going to guide you into all truth, okay? I'm going to tell you about your future, okay? Now, he's telling the apostles about the future, but they don't know because they don't know he's going to die for them, some of them. But he would help them, listen to this, he's going to help them glorify Christ, Jesus, okay? So, basically, the Holy Spirit is going to reveal to them not only the truths, but that he's gonna show them what they're gonna they're gonna do next in this life. So we're gonna talk about these things and that the Father has are all are all his, but guess what? They're all yours too, because not not for you to be glorified, not for you to take, but for Jesus to get the glory. Remember that. Jesus wants the glory for everything. The Holy Spirit's gonna declare it to you. You have the spirit of truth. This is the Holy Spirit. It's so important because the Holy Spirit is basically not going to make you, you know, lead you into a, into, a, into a situation where you feel uncomfortable. Meaning, God guides and He will show you what's next in your life. So, if God is speaking to your heart right now and He's, and He's, and He's talking to you about you witnessing and getting out there and witnessing, well, that, that's what you need to do. And you may ask yourself, how do I do it? Well, let me tell you something. Look, I remember when I was 20. I remember when I was 18. I remember when I was 15. Time goes by fast. We're getting older. Will you wake up one day and you're 40, the next day you're 45, the next day you're 50. And all that matters is what we have done for Jesus Christ nothing else matters. The apostles are lined up. God's getting busy with them. Jesus is talking to them. He's telling them, look, rejoice. I'm going to die for your sins. Time is coming. Things are going to happen. And you don't got to look up to man, but look up to the Holy Spirit, the helper. The helper is always going to be there for you, no matter what you're going through in this life. You may ask yourself, well, I failed. Well, guess what? Who cares? Who cares? Failure is winning. When we fail, we get back up and we win. How do we do this? We learn from the mistakes. The apostles did not know that Jesus Christ was going to go to the cross. They never knew that he would. Some of them maybe, but not all of them. Listen. They never knew that he was going to die for their sins. Well, Pastor, what's this got to do with me failing? Because when you fail... It's a sign that you're winning. Failures are winners because winners get back up and they fight. And no matter what, God is going to fight for you no matter what, even if you can't fight. God does help those who cannot help themselves. Because God helps those who cannot help themselves. And listen, He's got a plan for you. And you may be thinking, what what is it? What is it? Well, Jesus sat with His disciples and He's saying, look, I got a helper, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We're all three together, and you know what? He wants to bless you, and so listen to this. I want you to listen because this is important. All right. In 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 John chapter sixteen, okay, verse fifteen, it says, "All things that the Father has are mine. It's it's all His, everything's His." But therefore, I said. That He will take of mine and declare to you, wow! No matter what in this life, if it, you know you're going to heaven, you've received Jesus Christ in your heart, you've got a mansion. What does it matter? What does it matter, man? Yeah, I was driving the other day and I saw a bumper sticker that says, "He who has the most toys wins." Man, get out of here! Get that's so worldly. Okay, I got all the toys now. I'm gonna win. Jesus doesn't want nothing to do with that. Jesus says, listen to this. Get out there and win souls for Jesus. Souls. Win souls for Jesus. Find people. Spend time with people. And love people. Don't just get there and say, oh, hey, how you doing? You need Jesus. Bye. No, man, get to know people. That's the problem today. People want to, oh, I'm going to just spread the gospel and that's it and give them the word of God and that's it. No, people want to know Jesus, but they want to know you. They want to spend time with you. Spend time with them. Disciple them. Love on them. Show them that Jesus cares. This is what it's about. Not just giving the gospel and walking away. Man, Satan will come in and steal that seed that God buried in your heart to give to that person. You got to plug them in. Disciple them. Give them some literature. Talk to them. Whoever it may be. Listen, God wants to use you. And 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 we go to, and, we, and verse 16 says, a little while, listen to this. This is the prediction of Christ's death and resurrection, man. Man, these guys don't even know that he's going to die and live again and walk again and walk on the earth and eat fish. Oh, I'm so excited, man. Listen, Next, the next chapter is so radical because Jesus is gonna, is gonna, you know, he's gonna eat with them, man. I mean, wow, he's gonna. I mean, later on, you're gonna see Jesus eat with the disciples, man. They're gonna be fishing on the on on the, on the, in the in the lake, and Jesus in the sea there, and Jesus is gonna yell, "Hey, throw your nets on the other side, man." Oh man, this is a radical chapter. Listen, I'm so excited. I'm sorry, and I get excited, and I. I stretched my voice out. I'm sorry. Listen to this, man. In verse 16 says, A little while, and you will not see me. And again, a little while, and you will see me. There he goes. He's he's declaring, because I go to the Father. Look, he's declaring already before that, the Holy Spirit's never going to leave you. Look, he's lining them up. He's giving them a present. He's giving them eternal life. He's giving you eternal life. He's saying... A little while longer, you're not going to see me. I'm going to go to the cross. The Romans are going to crucify me. Your sins are what put me on the cross. He's going to say, listen. I'm going to die for your sins. Amazing. Let's just stop and listen to that. I'm going to die for your sins. I'm going to go to the cross. But in chapter 15, he's saying, my Holy Spirit The Holy Spirit in me, the Holy Spirit is never going to leave you. You'll never be an orphan. You'll never be alone. You may think, well, I'm already an orphan. Well, if you're an orphan, then you're still never alone. Because God has adopted you. He's called you. He's made you. Listen, God has made every human being for a reason. And he loves us. He doesn't want anyone to go perish, but have everlasting life. Listen to this. a little while and you will not see me verse 16 says a little while and you will see me and because I go to the father verse 17 says then some of his disciples said among themselves what is this that he says to us a little while and you will not see me and again a little while you will see me and because I go to the father they said therefore what is this that he says a little while we do not know what he's saying There's the proof that they didn't know. Listen, God is lining it up. Right now, you may be going through something in your life right now. Listen to me. I'm going to tell you this. And you may be going through something right now in your life, big time. And God's saying, you don't know what I'm doing because I'm lining it up. And you may think, God is not there for me. God is not there for me. He can't be. And God's going to send the right person to speak to you in the Spirit. Yeah, because that's how He works. The Holy Spirit works through humans. Remember that verse I just preached about? Listen, I'll remind it. <laughs> it says, He says, He will dwell in all of us at the same time. So people will come up to you and they will say, listen, the Holy Spirit told me that God is going to bless you. Or God's going to do this. This is the problem today, Christians. Listen. You believers out there need to understand that God loves you. I want you to stop and, and, and sit there for a minute and say, listen, God, show me your love. And he will. If you could understand a little bit of how much Christ loves you, you would, you'd be shining like Moses on the mountain in Exodus 33 when he walked down the mountain. And not, I'm not saying ask for his glory, because he won't give you his glory. But what I'm saying is, God will show you. You may be going through a hell right now. You may be going through fiery trials and I've been there. I've been in every situation you could think of. Listen, I've lost my home. I've been, I've been homeless. I've been down. I've been, I've been everywhere, man. I've, I've, I've done it. I've seen it. But you will rebound. You, Paul was depressed. He was depressed. He was attacked. He was a member of the, of the Sanhedrin, the Jewish council, and God got a hold of him. And God stopped Paul, you know, Tarsius he, he he stopped Saul. And he and he and he was and he said, Wow, and he blinded him. I'm not saying God's gonna blind you, but you may be in a blinded spot right now. And God's saying, Listen, hold on. Hold on, don't lose, don't lose hope. Don't stop. Don't stop. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Because when we keep our eyes on Jesus, that's when God moves the most. Look at listen. No takers, listen to this. The disciples had no idea. And they said, therefore, what is this that he says a little while? We do not know what he's saying. And Jesus knew they desired to ask him. And he said to them, are you inquiring among yourselves about what I said? A little while and you will not see me again? a little while and you will see me? Most sincerely, I say to you that you will weep and lament and the world will rejoice. Wow! And you will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. You ever see someone you loved so much die? God's saying, are you you losing someone right now? Well, you're going to see him again. Don't be sad. Jesus is saying, when I... He's telling the disciples, I'm going to die for you. But don't be sorrowful. You're going to see me again. You're going to see me. I'm going to be there for you. And later on, we're going to see that. Because it's like, listen to this. You'll know, and you be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her her hour has not come. Listen, her hour has come, I mean. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Well, I remember. I can still remember the anguish. (laughs) You're thinking, you're not a woman. No, but I got smacked by a woman. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Listen to this one. Oh, when my my first son was born, my wife, I told my wife, listen, honey, it's not that bad. Come on. (laughs) And out of... I don't know, out of, out of, you know, she gave me a good one, and the doctor, the doctor just laughed. Listen, but when my son was born, and I, I was begging for her apology, you know, she, she gave me a good smack, I deserved it. I mean, it's women, it's painful. Hey, listen, Jesus gave you his son, his only begotten son, and he's telling his disciples, you're going to be happy when I come back. Because you're not going to have sorrow, you're going to see me again. Listen, he says in verse 22. Therefore, you now have sorrow, but I, you, listen, I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and your joy no, no one will take it from you. Wow, not even Satan will take your joy. In First John, it talks about that. Listen, I want you to read the First John chapter one. Verse Chapter 1, chapter 2, and chapter 3. If you do those three chapters, Satan will never bother you again. Trust me. Verse 23 says, In that day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give to you. He's saying, basically, you don't need anybody. Ask me. Ask in the power of Christ. Listen to this. He's got the authority, Jesus is saying. You want, you want something? You pray to the Father, you pray to me. I will provide forgiveness of your sins through my death, he's saying. And you know what? He said, all believers at the right hand of the Father will have what they need. let go to, you know, Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25 says that. So we have direct access to the Father. We don't need a priest. We don't need a priest. We don't need anybody on a bicycle. We don't need a door knocker. We have the Father, Jesus. We don't need anybody to tell us nothing. We have Jesus to convict us. Satan's a condemner. We don't need anybody but Jesus. Listen, this is what he's telling his disciples. He's telling them, get ready, man. There's going to be a party coming. He's going to die and he's going to rise. Wow. Wow. He's going to die, and he's going to rise, all because of our filthy sins. As amazing. Wow. We couldn't keep his law. We couldn't keep the, the halacha. We couldn't keep God's Torah. We couldn't keep the law. Amazing. Isn't that amazing, how Jesus gave, how he came, and he became that spotted lamb? Listen to this. I'm excited. I'm going to try to finish him pretty soon. I'll speed up so we can get going, but listen to this. I never like to work off the time because the Holy Spirit likes to work. Amen? therefore you can keep your sorrow he's saying because your heart's going to rejoice you ever win something big and you're so excited well that's how you should be about about Jesus man excited get out there be bold you know and and in that day you will ask me nothing okay because he's talking about how how he has all the power he's got the power he has the power And so listen to this. He says in verse 25, These things I've spoken to you in figurative language, but the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language. But I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day, you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I I shall pray the Father for you. For the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. He's 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 arguing his case here. Again I leave the world, wow, and go to the Father. His disciples said to him, See, now you're speaking plainly and using no figure of speech. Now we are sure that you know all things and have no need that anyone should question you. Wow. <laughs> we don't need to question the father we need to rely on the father we need to sit on 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 his lap and and love the father we need to lay on his on his just rely on him just depend on the father we don't need man and jesus answered them listen to this in verse 31 listen to this he said do you now believe Do you now believe, indeed, the hour is coming? Yes, has now come that you will be scattered, each to his own, and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. That's the helper, the Holy Spirit, is going to be with you. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace in the world. You will have tri- you will have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And next week, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how he's overcome the world. And he's saying, now you have me. Now you believe in me. Now we're going to watch. And we're going to watch him die on the cross soon. And we're going to now watch him rise. We're going to watch the Holy Spirit work in all humans. Jesus is going to die. He's going to rise. The Holy Spirit's going to be booking through the world. I mean booking like a ping pong ball. Everyone's going to have the Holy Spirit if they want it. Father, we thank you for this Holy Spirit that you've given us to help her. Lord, that we're not lonely. Father, you've left the Holy Spirit for us. We don't have to worry. We don't have to fret. We just got to get lined up for your coming because you're going to come again. You said it. Second coming. Lord, we see the evidence through fossils in the earth, whale bones. We see, Lord, that the flood happened, Father, and that you came, Lord. Yeah, you were upset in the beginning at the the law of the man. But, Lord, you came to fulfill the law with your son, Jesus, the love, Father, of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Wow. Jesus, I pray right now, Lord, that if anyone don't know you today on this podcast, that they just say, yes, I want to know you. I want to lift up my hands to you, Jesus, and praise your name for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And we thank you guys for logging on and growing in this word. This program has been brought to you by Jesus. <laughs> Listen, God loves you guys. The Holy Spirit is here. He loves you. The helper is here. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. We have a Father named Jesus. We don't, have, we don't need a priest. We don't need anyone to tell us we have the Father. We don't need fear. Fear comes from the devil. But God's perfect love casts out all fear. We don't need anyone to tell us uh, about law and sitting in the law. We need to rest in the law. And that law is Jesus Christ's love. Isn't it amazing? Get out there today and tell people that you love Jesus tell them that you want to pray for them give that love that Christ is giving you back to the world in Jesus name amen you guys God bless you and thank you for growing in his word.com. you can go there click on materials and it's all there everything is there to grow and learn and also you can click on our our, our podcasts we're on iHeartRadio we're on every pro- program that there is God bless you guys And God bless growing in His Word. Until next time, Jesus loves you guys. We'll see you on chapter 17.